In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 17, there are three short words that used to cause me some wonderment. (laughs) In that verse, in the midst of a sentence of lists, Paul says, pray without ceasing. Now that gave me some trouble when I first read it. I mean, really read it seriously. Because I just couldn't get the picture out of my head of walking around in a monk's robe, chanting and meditating every waking hour. Pray without ceasing? Seriously? But as this verse percolated in the back of my mind, I noticed something. A few things, really. My brain isn't the most organized place, but there are an awful lot of thoughts bumping around up there. And occasionally, a name of someone in need would get bumped up to the front, and I would think, oh yeah, I should pray for that person. Or a situation would get bumped into my consciousness, and I would think, oh yeah, that place is in my prayers. And then suddenly it dawned on me. What if, when those people or places or situations popped into my consciousness, I just stopped right there to say a prayer? Maybe for a while, or maybe just quickly, but in that moment. And suddenly, when I practiced this, that verse took on a whole lot more meaning. And suddenly, my prayer life became a little more active and a little less, you know, maybe later. Another piece of this carries over, especially in this COVID reality that we're living in. Oftentimes, I would be on the phone with people, maybe before a surgery or after a difficult event, or stuff just might come up in conversation. And the thing to do most often is to say something like, I'll be praying for you, or you'll be in my prayers. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But instead, I started praying with them on the spot. And I think it was powerful for both of us involved. At least I know it was for me. I also started realizing that praying didn't just happen in a quiet room, or, you know, wearing a hair shirt and banging myself on the forehead with a two-by-four while chanting, For me, it actually happened best while I was moving. I would have heavy days or deep thoughts, and I would just go on this long run to unravel my thoughts with God and sometimes reflect about events or people who were struggling. For some, it might be something different like meditation or yoga or reading or hiking or painting. But when I started to see all of those things as prayer, as time to reflect deeply or unload or listen, or process, or breathe, or connect, I started to see more clearly where I think Paul might have been going with these words. There is so much to pray about right now, so many in need, so much that weighs upon us personally, or causes us despair, or even disgust. But prayer offers a time to breathe, to move, to sit, to reflect, to unload, to scream, to ugly cry, to tear up, to laugh, to renew, to advocate, and even to act. So take Paul's words as an invitation, church. Pray without ceasing. We can debate all the day long about what prayer does, what it changes, what it affects. But you'll only know with practice.